Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Peter Dowd of theirishgardener.com on a very wet afternoon for gardening, but I suppose we can do our gardening from the armchair. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Uh, good afternoon, Trish. I was just going to say that it's a perfect day for armchair gardening. Yeah, you, you you wouldn't have much reason to be out in it. No, no, in, indeed not. But listen, it's going to brighten up tomorrow and the weather will get better. We'll promise you that. OK, now straight in with an email uh, from Mary. And thank you, Mary. Got this email into us in plenty of time. So we were able to send it on because it contains a photograph to Peter. But it reads, hi, uh, Patricia, could you ask Peter why my holly hedge is not filling out and the bottom planted two years ago, not producing leaves at the bottom foot? Should I cut to the ground and let it sprout up again? I've attached a picture thanking you for your help from Mary in Milford. Yeah, no, and it's great, Trish, because the picture tells, you know, a thousand words, as they say. So, no, I don't think you need to be as drastic as to cut it back to ground level, but you do need to cut it back. So what's happening here is the the hollies... they're kind of getting tall and lanky so all the growth is on the set, the top half of the plant with nothing down at the bottom half now that won't come back unless action is taken because if you think the way the plants grow they take all the water and nutrients and everything out of the soil up through their root system and that travels up through the plants to the growing tips so that's where the new leaves will always come is from the growing tips and the extremities of the plant if you like so the leaves and the branches that are there will continue to green up, but those that don't have any uh, active growth down low, those those nodes and buds are all dormant now because the growth is surpassing them going to the extremities. So what you want to do is cut it back by nearly half. I would leave I would leave the bottom one or two branches or even three or four branches that are green on the on the plant. So looking at the picture, I would probably cut them back by about two feet. So you're leaving two or three branches on each holly bush in leaf and what that will do is the the same amount of growth and, and nutrients and that obviously will come up from the root system but now it, it can't go any further because that you've pruned it off so now those dormant buds buds are being forced into growth so they, they will green up then from from down so you don't need to cut back to ground level but i would reduce them by about half leaving as i say two or three stems of green on each plant Good luck with that. Hi, uh, my cactus has buds and flowers. How often should I water it? It's looking so pretty at the moment. I'm assuming it's a Christmas cactus. How often to water it now that the flowers are out? I'm assuming too that it's a Christmas cactus, Trish, uh, but it may not be. But it, So if it's a Christmas cactus, like with any of them, err on the side of caution, err on the side of underwatering. So if it's the Christmas cactus, Slumbergia, to give it its correct name, a mouthful of a name, but if that's what it is... Um, it will very dramatically wilt and go limp if it needs water. Now, you have plenty of time to remedy that. So I would always err on the side of underwatering as opposed to overwatering. But I would say if you're giving it a, you know, 
a cupful of water once a week, that'll probably be about it. But it, and if it's not limp, if it's not wilting or anything like that, then that's enough. Okay. Uh, if it if it is looking a bit shook, give it a bit more. But if it's a normal cactus or any of the other cacti, like the Mexican blue ribbon cacti or anything like that, um, don't don't water them at all. They really don't need any water ever. Ever. Pretty much, no, not yeah. ever. You well, might give them a small drop from time to time, but no, I never, ever water my cacti. Okay, uh, question for Peter, please, Anne from Bantry. Fallen leaves. Are there some leaves that should not be put into your compost bin? For example, chestnut tree leaves. Uh, are they not as good in the bin as other leaves? I am going to say no, but I'm obviously, like, with everything in the garden and with everything in nature, I'm, I'm open to, to correction, obviously. Um I have never heard that chestnut leaves, are, I, I've always composted my chestnut leaves and other leaves. They may not be the same in nutrient value as they break down, but they're always going to give extra humus. And I would always compost all the leaves. The only ones that I would leave out would be any infected leaves. And you've often heard me, Trish, over the years talking about, you know, remove any infected growth. Don't leave, if when we're talking about infected plants, to so remove infected growth and don't leave the infected leaves and stems around the base of the plant. So you wouldn't put infected growth into a compost bin um, for obvious reasons. You'll spread the infection. But if it's all clean growth, I'd have no problem mixing all of them. OK, question for Peter. I have acorns in a box. They began to shoot, so I put them into little pots. Is there anything in particular I should do to make sure that they survive a mid-cork listener? I'd say nature, the magic of nature is going to do it all on its own uh, mid-cork listener. Like, you've seen the resilience of them. They're just in a little box and already they're bursting to germinate you've put them into little pots of soil now no i'd leave them outside uh i wouldn't you could keep them inside if you keep them inside obviously you'll have to pay attention to watering uh outside you clearly won't um but i would leave them outside and stop them just just make sure they're not falling over or blowing over uh, and let nature do its thing hi uh peter what should i do with my geranium plant it's still flowering but it's gone very leggy does it need to be pruned back or how should i treat it it's about five years old yeah, I would say yes, it does. So the geraniums or pelargoniums, which are the frost tender ones, would need to come in for the, the winter. Now, they don't say whether it's it's, it's inside all the time or whether they move it out for the summer or what the situation is. But it, it, I would imagine it's in a pot. So if it's in a pot, cut it back and repot it. Um, it's no harm doing it at this time of the year, really. It's not going to put on a huge amount of growth now, but you're, you're certainly not going to harm it by repotting it now. Uh, so I would go, you know, be generous with your bigger pot because they're quite vigorous growers, particularly if it's five or six years of age. So be generous. Go, You could go into a pot twice the size or even more than what it's in, but do cut it back. Just remember to leave some green on it. Well, sorry, when I say cut it back, I don't know that I cut it back at this time of the year. I pro- you could repot it now, certainly, but I wouldn't cut it back probably till kind of middle or end of March, second half of March, when the growth is beginning to start again. And when you're cutting it back then, just remember again, a bit like the holly I was talking about earlier, do leave some greenery on your geranium. Don't remove all the greenery. So leave some on it. And then it's the same principle. The growth below where you have cut, those dormant buds on the stem will be forced into growth at that point. That won't happen at the moment. That's why I don't want to cut it now because it's cold and it's it's the plant is dormant. But it's, it's, so it's during March, April when the growth is starting again. That's when you want to do it. Christine in Cork says, Hi, should Mount Brescia be cut? And if so, what part and how much? Uh, well, Mount Brescia is, is herbaceous. It's a herbaceous perennial. You know that beautiful orange yeah, one that we have in the hedgerows all over yeah. Ireland. It it's goes a gorgeous. Mad, I, I love though. it. Yes, I was just going to say, I love it too in the hedgerows, not yeah. in my own garden. I love it as, as a wildflower. Um, so it's a herbaceous. Uh, it's actually a corm and 
the the growth above the ground dies off so it goes brown now you can actually leave it from year to year if you want but for tidiness and cleanliness you might want to 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 cut it back so in which case you can cut it back really any time from now on to totally to ground level you you can absolutely butcher that plant and it's going to come on again so don't worry but once the growth has gone brown anyway every like every herbaceous plant all the brown growth over the ground is dead growth the life has gone back under the ground at that point yeah it's it i think it makes the garden look tidier by cutting it cut it right back i think so yeah. yeah now pat has uh peony roses that uh, Pat says I moved from my mother's house the first year they came great but this year they weren't great I'd hate to lose them as they're a very sentimental value should I move them again? No I'd be slow to move them again because I, I, but I am interested like here that the first year they did great because peonies don't normally like to be moved once they get established and they're happy where they are now, I totally understand he probably had, possibly had to move them from his mother's house Um I would say maybe they're just settling in. I know year one they were great, but year two they could be just going through a, a delayed, believe it or not, delayed shock, a bit of a setback from being moved two years previous. I wouldn't be concerned about them yet, but I certainly wouldn't go moving them again. What they do like is a good humus-rich soil fish in a good sunny or semi-shaded position. They don't want to be in full shade. Um, so sunny or semi-shaded position in a good humus-rich soil. Uh, what you could do when the growth does begin to emerge next spring is feed them Feed them with something like the Nature Safe Liquid, which is probably the best plant food that, that you could use. To, uh, it, it's it's uh, seaweed from the west of Ireland. It's a fabulous, fabulous plant tonic in a liquid form. Nature Safe. Uh, I would feed them with that coming into the new season next year. I'd say you should be all right. If they continue not to thrive next year, come back to us and we'll, we'll, we'll go with more advice. Okay, but, but hang in there for now. A gardening question. Rhubarb stools, do they need to be split after a few years? After a few years, yes, I would say after kind of four or five years, you want to do that to reinvigorate the, the original plant. But also then, it, of course, it's giving you extra plants for free, if you like. But uh, I would certainly say every four or five years, yeah. What is the best way to trim foriums? They're so big and beautiful, but blocking light in my window. Thanking you in advance. You see, this is this is the problem. This is These are one of the plants that, that, that that's not an easy answer. And it, it just goes to show the importance of putting the right plant in the right place day one, I'm afraid, because formiums produce these, they're the New Zealand flax trish. You know, they produce these gorgeous sword-like or spear-like leaves or foliage. And they, kind of, they can they, be they, huge. They can. They can get to two metres and more, even three metres in height, some of them, uh, which is very, very big. They don't look like that when they're in a pot in the garden. So I don't know. Some will stay below two and three, will stay between two and three feet. Some won't get any bigger, but the majority will. So unfortunately, if, if it was like a normal, when I say, I shouldn't use the word normal, but if it was like a, a kind of a shrub, a broadleaf shrub, deciduous or evergreen, you could reduce it overall so that it's not blocking the light in your window. But the only way to trim a, a formium, you can't cut the leaf in half. You just can't do that because uh, infection will get in through that wound. So the only way you trim a formium is, is identify the leaves you want to get rid of and follow it all the way to ground level uh, and remove them, those leaves, at ground level. So you see what I mean? You can't reduce the height of it yeah. by a foot or two like you would in a different shrub. So you're you're removing either all of it or some of it completely yeah it's so tough work it, that may not be suitable you, yeah it's tough work but it may not even work so you may actually have to look at which is this bit is going to be tough work you may have to look at taking it out and moving it and putting something else there okay question for peter my apple trees have a lot of moss does this do any harm or should i scrape it off they're about 50 years old and by the way they are producing plenty of fruit 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't do any harm. Moss, and it's, it's very possibly lichen growth as well in the apple trees. That it doesn't do any harm. I would scrape it off if they're on the leaf buds, or you know, where the, the new foliage will be emerging next year. Maybe remove from them because it can just physically uh, contort the new foliage and stop the new foliage from opening. But in general, no. Okay. Moss and lichen growth. And tree, this, not this is a question I think that a lot of people will be interested in. Should I take the saucers from under patio plants for the winter? They seem to be filling up with rainwater very quickly, particularly on a day like today. I think everybody knows the answer to that. <laughs> Just take, <laughs> yes, remo- do you, would you remove them completely them. for the winter? Yes, uh, and I would actually, with, with, with plants that you have in pots outside, I would let, get these little pot feet or do something to raise them up from the ground so that the water can drain away freely for two reasons. Number one, obviously, the, with the amount of water we're getting today, plants plants could drown. It just you get an, an, end up getting anaerobic conditions. They're waterlogged and the plants can, some plants can die. But also, if the, if the pots and the soil is saturated over the next couple of weeks and then we get a cold spell, it will freeze um, and that can crack the pot. So you really want to lift those pots slightly off the ground with pot feet uh, so that the water can drain away. Okay, I have, says another listener, strawberry plants in containers, the leaves are going brown. They're just dying off, are they? For this year? Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about that this time of the year. No, that, that should be fine. If it was happening in the spring or, or summer, I'd be worried. But for this time of the year, no, I wouldn't be worried. Prune off any, and if they look like infected brown, just prune them off. Margaret wants to know, when is the best time of the year to consider planting lilies? Uh, lilies and it's funny when we were talking about peonies there as well because I was just ordering my, my lilies and peonies and things like that for my own website theirishgarder.com and they, they'll be coming in over the next kind of month so you'll be able to get them now in a, in a blatant plug for my own business theirishgardener.com lilies gladiolas begonias all these and peonies will be available kind of from about next week onwards um, but they won't I wouldn't start planting them realistically until February. But I, what I would do, because what we've all found la- this year in the gardening world, everything has been selling out because the whole world is at yeah, home in their yeah. garden. So everything is selling out. So order stuff now for next spring. Uh, Seed potatoes, everything. OK, got to leave it there. Yeah. Have a good week. We'll talk next Wednesday. Thanks, Peter. I do. Thanks, Thanks a million. That is uh, Peter Dowdle of the theirishgardener.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 